This is Registry, a podcast from Office Supply Publishing and Klaus Gunpoint. Welcome to Registry. It's good to be back after a brief interlude. And today I'm going to look at a film I think gets overlooked on the registry for a bunch of reasons. And I think the reason for that, the biggest reason, is it's just a middle-of-the-road comedy. But it is a part of a bigger story. The film is Groundhog's Day. And Groundhog's Day tells a story of Phil, played by the wonderful Bill Murray, as he repeatedly experiences the same day over and over, Groundhog's Day, oddly enough. And it's one of Bill Murray's best roles. Before he went tragicomic with the works of Wes Anderson. But what it really is, is it's a film that... It's a fantastic film, it's a fantasy, but it's presented where the fantasy is sort of obscured. The the reason this happens is never explained. And honestly, other than it happening to Phil, it doesn't happen to anyone else. It's a man slipped out of his time stream. It's a very Vonnegut concept, I think. Where it hits hardest is in the performance of Bill Murray. And the rest of the cast is great, too. Andy McDowell, who I think is highly underrated, is great in it. We have the brilliant Chris Elliott. You have Stephen Toblowski as Needlenose Ned. Ned, the head, got the shingles real bad senior year, almost didn't graduate. Bing! Uh, as Ned Ryerson, who's just awesome. Uh, he doesn't play a big part, but it's really a, a smart part. You had Brian Doyle Murray, who has a very, again, small part. And the entire way that it is formed is like a very traditional 1980s comedy. And this came out in the early 90s, but that's neither here nor there. The thing is, where it moves beyond is that it takes an amazing amount of Capra-esque heart to put this film together. And where it really hits is that it is telling the story by making you look at the differences in the day. This is minimalist music, where it is not what is the same, it is what is different. And it is 100% looking at the tie between the individual and the experience of the world. Community fans will note that Remedial Chaos Theory, what a lot of people say is the best episode of Community, is basically this same concept. It is, what does each individual bring to the story? Because if Phil had just done the same thing over and over again, the day would have been exactly the same. He is the difference. Again, this is showing butterfly theory that a butterfly flaps its wings and they're somehow a storm crawls up in the South China Sea. But that's not just it. We follow Phil. But we know that there's other things going on in the world. In essence, this is a story about the idea of free will versus determinism. Phil has free will. The rest of the world that he is in is deterministic. That alone makes this a very incredibly thoughtful film. But the comedy in it is great. It's, it's funny as hell. To this day, I'll watch it and just giggle. There's a great montage type sequence 
that is him trying to come up with how he can get with Andy McDowell and includes a drink. I like to think of the colors of, uh, of Rome during the sunset and say a little prayer. <laughs> There's all sorts of fun, fun little bits. And in the end, Phil becomes a, at least marginally better guy. And, and again, it's Capra-esque. It really is. More than any other of Bill Murray's films that I can think of, really, this is the one that hits hardest. And Bill Murray had some films that are really important. Rushmore is on the registry already. I am hoping that we will see at least one more of the really important Wes Anderson films, probably uh, Grand Budapest, possibly Moonrise Kingdom, which I think is one of the best films of the past ever. It's an amazingly layered crucially designed film. It's incredible. But I think Bill Murray's transformation pretty much started here. A lot of people forget that Murray did a couple of uh, more serious films, including uh, Where the Buffaloes Roam, uh, in the early portion of his career. Got back to the solid comedies, had a few rough years, hit back with What About Bob and Groundhog's Day, and then another little lull before he came back with Rushmore, and then on and on and on. I think we are seeing a time when he's become one of the great American actors, and his focus tends to be comedy. And I think this is the film that really established him as a actor of emotion, because all the emotion in this film is imbued by him, by his interactions. He carries this film, and the after the general setting, the mise-en-place is, in, is set, mise-en-scene, I think, technically, he then has to come in and every change he makes, every reaction he has, makes the world different. That's a difficult thing to pull off for any actor, and he does it so amazingly. I definitely think Groundhog's Day is 100% deserving. I questioned it at first, admittedly. I thought it might have been a little light, and then when I started to really think about it, it did have elements that were so important. I wouldn't say this is one of the most influential films of the 1990s comedy world. No. I think things like There's Something About Mary, honestly, had a much bigger impact. American Pie. Scream. I consider Scream a comedy more than a horror film. These films that change and set the table for the 2000s, I think, were more important. This one hits hard on the aesthetic. The emotional impact of this film is great. The script is great. And I think it is 100% deserving to be on the National Film Registry. 